Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, a place where labels are eliminated and individuality is embraced. Every other week, I invite friends and mentors to discuss how to conquer stereotypes, eliminate labels, and embrace our story. I am your host, Allison, and I am Untitled. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Untitled. We are so glad you all joined us today. Um, Today is season two, episode three, and we are talking about how to navigate relationships. I have my good friend Donnie here joining us today. Hello. Um, And I'm so excited. So really this topic came about because navigating relationships is hard and I don't feel like um, there is a, a certain algorithm to do it. I also, you know, it all people of all stages and, and ages and color and socioeconomic status deal with this topic and oftentimes either have unhealthy habits or have received bad advice on how to navigate relationships. And we just found it so critical to address it, um, talk about some personal experiences we've, we've had, um, but more importantly, talk a little bit about what the Bible says about that and um, how to create really healthy habits to keep friends, to set boundaries with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through all kinds of different subtopics on, on this discussion. So I'm going to let Dawn introduce herself, give you guys a little background on her, um, and then we'll get started. Hello. So I'm no stranger to Untitled. So thanks for welcoming me back. Um, so I have been married for 17 years. I reside in Austin, Texas. I have been in some form of ministry for about 20 years. Um, right now, I happen to be bivocational, so I do have a full-time job as well as full-time ministry responsibilities. Um, met Allison probably about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, she mentioned this topic, and I like lost my mind. I was like, this is awesome, because we all know and want, well, most of us want amazing relationships, great friendships. But the fact of the matter is they're not that simple. It's not that easy. And as with any good thing, it requires a little work. So we kind of want to delve into that a little bit today. Um, Like she said, we definitely have had um, our fair share of great relationships, some that need work. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cool. Um, So I think the first thing, um, and I've always heard this my whole life, so it's probably very familiar, that friends are either for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yep. Like, how often have we heard that? Like, all the time. I promise you, my mom should get it tattooed on her because I literally was raised like that. My mom told me from the age of when I could start making friends, like, four or five, like, hey, baby. And I was always, like, the heartbroken one. Like, friends would always, like, leave me type thing. Just like, baby, people come into your your life for a reason and a season. We didn't have the lifetime part then because maybe that was Because you were two. three. Yeah, I was, like, three, so, you know. <laughs> But yeah, reason in a season, and I just, I naturally repeat it all the time because that's all I've ever known. Right. Yeah, on how to how to do that. So um, I would agree. I mean, I think there are people that are meant to be in your life for a lifetime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I think the reason in the season, you know, I, I love for you, I would love for you to kind of expand on that because um, I think when you and I were discussing this, like you had some really great points of why people come into your your life for a reason and or a season um so what 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 would you say to to someone who says that sure so i think first of all um not all friendships are meant to last for a lifetime mm. so i think for me i had to kind of recategorize them like what does that really look like what does that yeah. mean um i was doing a little research and it says that like the average friendship lasts seven years wow and if that relationship makes it to 10 years then it's probably going to be lifetime mm-hmm. but you think about that you know, someone like me that's over 40, 
well over 40, but over 40. <laughs> um, like, how? I mean, that's a lot of friends yeah. that I could have lost. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and that's like, as you were saying, as a two or three year old, that's really hard to reconcile with. Like, why did this right. person leave me? What's wrong with me? Right. But I think there are the friendships that happen for a reason. And those... Um, <laughs> I would be the one. Sorry, I'm I love so that. Sorry. We keep it real here. Jeez. <laughs> You're a busy woman. I guess. But I'm your friend right now. I know. Be my sorry. friend. <laughs> All right. Um, Go in silence. <laughs> okay. So um, I think the people that come into your life for a reason, um, sometimes that's to meet like an express need. So mm-hmm. um, maybe they're answering a particular prayer in your life Absolutely. or fulfilling um, a goal that you have or yeah. just there to kind of help you with something. And those friendships usually end pretty naturally just based on, hey, uh, they've served their purpose and now you've moved on. So sometimes for me, I think examples of that would be like um, when I first moved to Austin, my realtor, Mm -hmm. she was super fun, loved hanging out with her, showed me the city like we had moved in. And we were still like, she's like, okay, I need to show you this. Okay, let's go furniture shopping. Let's do all this stuff. Right. And um like now I don't I don't talk to her like yeah. it's the holiday thing and that's fine that's kind right. of where our relationship is right. um conference hosts I think former colleagues sponsors especially like you change jobs or mm-hmm. you know um something happens and you're just like oh I'm no longer in this city right so those people are just like okay yeah hey we yeah. took care of we took care of that part in your life and now right. it's fine and I think the other thing is oftentimes if someone has come into your life for a particular reason and they fulfilled that and then you'll see a part of them that you're just like, like you're clutching your pearls. You're like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, you know, okay, this person no longer belongs in this particular right. space. Right. Um, I think for a season is probably um, the one that I relate to the most. Because okay. um, sometimes I struggle between the reason and the season. Sure. Like, is this a That's need and answered prayer? Like, what right. is this? And then what does that season look like? Yeah. And so these people, in my mind, come into my life because... One or both of you are kind of sharing, growing, and learning. These are usually like the super happy times. Like you're like, oh my goodness, there's no way I could have gotten through college without you. Or, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you were there with me for the birth of my child. Or, you know, hey, I just lost a spouse. Or I just lost a parent like helping me navigate through um, that season. And they like really fulfill those roles in that season. And then again... The door usually closes pretty neatly into a nice little bow. Um, And like I said, those are usually really happy, grateful times because you look back on them and I think, man, thank God I would not have made it without them. Like, thank goodness that they're there. So um, I don't know. What do you think? No, I love that. And, you know, I'm like my mind's kind of like racing into thinking of, you know, the times that I've experienced these season in a reason, friends. And I think to your point, you know, I have no ill will towards those people like the girls I roomed with in college, you know, um, I don't want to say for better or for worse, like we were like sisters. We yeah. fought like sisters. We did things with like sisters, <laughs> yep, right? Yep. We, were, we spent great memories together. At the end of the day, like I still know what's going on in their lives, but I haven't talked to them in years. But I'm so grateful for what did take place and for the the memories we made during our friendship in, in those years that we were super close. And um, I I would completely agree. I mean, I think it's, one, you can't, you have to have the right expectations for yourself. Like so often whenever I leave a job, I always tell myself, oh, like we're still, like we're friends. Right. The job doesn't define us. And at the end of the day, the job did kind of define us. Not everybody, right? But but most people. And um, 
I think it's okay. I don't think, um, I think as long as you set the right expectation for yourself and that other person, um, I always, I love them still. Right. You know? Right. I love them. But in, in those seasons, you also had things in common with one yeah, another. So absolutely. it was very easy. I mean, right. you're seeing someone for 40 plus hours a week. It's pretty easy yeah. to continue to nurture that relationship. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, I mean, as long as you are, I think as long as you know the difference, you know it's not a bad thing if people leave your right. life. I think that's sometimes, you know, I always hear, I don't know if you've ever had someone tell you this, but they're always like, oh, you don't talk to so-and-so anymore? And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happened? Right. Because people are always thirsty for some tea. Always. <laughs> right? Always. I mean, it's just like, we naturally grew apart. Yeah. There's no drama. There's nothing. Yeah. Like, is it bad to be like, nothing happened? Right. Like, nothing. Or or why don't you know? You guys were like joined at the hip. Right. We were mm-hmm. joined at the hip. I have two hips right now. You yeah. see me? I'm good. <laughs> so it's always super funny to me. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. 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 No, people, you're right. They're super thirsty for all the drama and the tea. But at the end of the day, and you know what? If there was something, I, I feel like as I've matured and grown over the years, and we'll talk about toxic relationships in a little bit, but when um, something has occurred, that ended in a nasty like friendship split. I do believe that a lot of that stuff should be kept very confidential because at the end of the day, I loved you once upon a time and regardless of what took place, there should be some, some confidentiality um, because the last thing you should do is ruin someone's reputation. I mean, like unless they killed somebody, they're probably in jail for that. Right. Cause they murdered someone, but you know what I mean? Like, Oh, like she, you know, talked mess about me. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like everyone talks mess about people. Like it. I mean, we live in a world of where gossip is like, you know, the the new thing. It's the sure, new trend. Sure. So, and it has been for years. Sure. It's not even a new thing, but it it is what it is. And I just think that you right. have to like hold honor to the friendship that you once had. Right. But I think that's really you made a great point, which probably goes into our next point, is like. It ended. Mm -hmm. There's no tea for me to share, Mm -hmm. but it's because of a growth issue. Mm -hmm. I think oftentimes you outgrow people and that's not a bad thing. I repeat, that is not a bad thing. It just means that the two of you are no longer on the same trajectory and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it happens a lot um, in like the childhood relationships because like maybe someone went to college someone didn't or Mm -hmm. you both went to college and then you know you went into your careers and just as you learn and you grow and you experience more it's fine and I think um if you're not growing at the same pace or at the same rate or you have the same interests I mean I have some I have some great friends in college that I talk to maybe four or five times a year we are just completely different people Totally. And they are at the top of their game. I'm at the yeah. top of my game. So yeah. it's just like we're doing great and we can touch base. But I think that's another thing. It really is okay. And I think yeah. the other thing is, as you're growing and evolving and becoming like the being that God created you to be. Right. And once you get on purpose, like that's all that's going to really matter to you. Right. So you're doing those things. And I think then, you know, different relationships come into play. I sure. mean, um, I think about us, like I don't really... We ha- I feel like we've known each other for like 10 years, I but we like haven't. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, sure. I know how long I've been in Texas, so. Yeah. Um, but it's so, like, I don't remember how we first truly connected. Like, I remember we us meeting at church, but I don't I remember, remember the first time. Yeah, tell me. 
you were wearing like leopard or something and I was like, <laughs> I was like, is yes. that wrong to do on a no. podcast? <laughs> That's the real Dawn, y'all. Yeah, for real. No, but I said something like, I love your outfit. And you're like, oh, girl, this shabby thing. Our- no, I was not. <laughs> Lies. But you said something like, yeah, I just cleaned out my closet. I was like, mm, I was like, I like her. And it, I don't know. We just, and you're like, hey, like, what are you? Oh, I also know. I remember that. I just started my, my keto journey. Yeah. you were like, tell me about that. And I was like, okay, I don't know a lot about it, but here's what I can yes. tell you. <laughs> and then we were like, yeah, let's go out to dinner sometime. And then it took a while, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest is history. And then I also know another thing that like really connected us was um, I was praying about a career move and you'd prayed for me and you were like, and afterwards you were like, I want you to let me know how things go. And I was like, I will let you know how things go. So I I let you know how things went. And then we became friends. And then we became friends. Which is very astonishing that I know that much because I have a very bad memory. (laughs) I feel like, was I even there? Like, what kind of friend am I? I don't remember. No. Um, I love, I love that. Um, wow, that was yeah. a really good memory. Yes. I know. I try. Yes, I yes, yes, yes. But, you know, I think to your growth part, like, that, you know, people grow apart. I think about some of my friends that I grew up with. So, like, a lot of people know, like, part of my testimony. I was a party girl, and I would drink a lot, and always out in the club and whatever, shaking maybe my money maker or whatever, you know, all that, all that stuff. We all have a past. <laughs> and I don't love you any less. I might love you a little more. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so bad. But I still have friends that do that stuff, yes. you know? Yes. And I think what, although we are definitely in different paths, we're actually still relatively like in in connection Mm -hmm. and we and we stay in good communication um and i think here's the reason why is that although we've grown apart and we're on these different paths they have always supported and loved and respected where i'm going yeah and vice versa versus some people don't really care to do that they're like oh she's a jesus freak now like whatever and that's fine if that's you know and if you don't love jesus or whatever it is maybe it's not Mm -hmm. a jesus thing maybe it's something totally different Mm but sometimes people ask like well how can you still keep friends like that i'm like because they support what we do here at entitled and they ask about it and they love me and they listen to my podcast even if they don't have the greatest relationship with jesus and i'm never shunned or i'm never made um i'm never i'm never criticized for the path that i've taken they just love me for who i am and and where I'm going. And I'm just like, I can, I can respect right. the hell out of that because I love them just as much. Right. And, and I think so, that's important. Like that is what you said was so key. They love and support you with where you are. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we don't always have to agree. Mm-hmm. We don't always have to be yeah. having the same things. I mean, like we've drawn our line in the sand. We're saying that Jesus yeah. is Lord, but I mean, I am still in this world. I still want to have relationships. Yeah. I'm still supposed to be a light. Yeah. Um, and I think as long as you guys can continue with that mutual respect, like, yeah. and it goes on and on and on. Yep. I for completely sure. agree. I love that. Speaking of being a light. Yes. I think we should talk about toxic relationships. Yes. Yes. Did yes. You, yes. Did you get enough on the growth stuff? Um, yes. Yeah. People grow apart, y'all. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. And I think the other thing is depending on their role in your life as well because like you know you talk about like if i have a mentor Mm -hmm. um 
you can mentor me in a particular area, mm-hmm. but like you don't know all, you can't be all. Right. So I think there are times that it's like, okay, you helped me get through this process. Now I've just kind of, you yeah. know, outgrown. I've outgrown you. I've outgrown our time together. I think about that too sometimes with like life coaches. A lot yeah. of people have life coaches and it's just like, you know, you kind of think that like your life coach is your bestie, yeah. but really they're just pulling out what's already in you, making mm-hmm. you your best. Yeah, <laughs> um, but when that season is over, it's over because yeah. you've grown and now you need to move on and say, okay, you know, like what's next? Yeah. Like, you know, we plant seeds, we water them. Now it's yeah. time for someone else to water them. And then yeah. like eventually someone else needs to pluck the fruit. Yeah. Off of yeah. That, so. No, a hundred percent. I'm so glad you said that. Like I, you know, they always talk about next level stuff and, um, I'm a Enneagram three, so I'm always like on the progress plane. Like I'm always feel like I'm going up, even though sometimes I'm not. And I think your friendships change, but I think to your point, like when people get to that certain area, in order for you to keep going, you can't always have that same, that same crowd. I don't want to call it baggage because baggage is such a negative term. Um, but you know what I'm saying? It just, it, it requires something new. And it requires something yes. different. Yes. And that may look so yes. in your relationships. Absolutely. Your Absolutely. I love it. So you were talking about being a light and outgrowing people. And we definitely want to talk about toxic relationships mm-hmm. because um, I mm-hmm. hosted a workshop last weekend in San Antonio. And one of our, our girls that came, she said something like, even though they're not nice to me or even though they're mean to me, like God calls us to be the light in the world. So how do you still be the light without neglecting them or not ministering to them or showing them love? And I was just like, I get it that I, mm-hmm. I fell on, I don't want to call it an excuse, but I, I reasoned with that for so long in life for so many people in my life. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm the only person that's ever going to, you know, get them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is I told myself, actually, I didn't tell myself, Jesus told me this. He goes, you don't save people. That's right. I save people, meaning Jesus. That's not right. Me, right. Um, and I was like, that's fair. And so if we're not meant to minister to those people, right. we can pray for them, love them at a distance, support them on Instagram, social media, whatever. Don't go unfollow it and block everybody. Um, and there's going to be someone else like it, God mm-hmm. will meet them mm-hmm. when the time is mm-hmm. right, when the circumstances are right for with the right person. It's not always us. Right. And that's kind of like my tangent on on toxic relationships. Um, if they need to be completely cut off, mm-hmm. if it's dangerous, mm-hmm. unhealthy, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever. Yes. Cut people off. But if someone yes. just kind of did you wrong and they don't need to be cut off from the world, it's okay to love from a distance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we did a podcast on guardrails and boundaries, right? Um, we did one. In season one, I uh-huh. think we did. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's really important to not always cut people off because I think it's really funny to me when people are like, you you were done wrong one time, so now I'm done with you. You're dead to right. me. Like, really? Get over yeah. it. Like, just, just stop it. It's yeah. not... It's not that serious. It wasn't truly um, toxic. I think there are people that come out of dealing with narcissistic people, and that mm-hmm. usually is very abusive. Yeah. And I think there are times that like those boundaries need to be t- absolutely cut off. Like yeah. I can no longer be in contact with you. I agree. Um, 
And usually there are some legal ramifications that go along with that. Yeah. Um, but I think if someone is just doing you wrong or you felt like you were done wrong, I think the first thing is to speak up. Mm-hmm. Try to have the conversation. Because for me, if I consider you friend, right. I would hope that we could have an open and honest dialogue, talk to each other and right. figure out what was going on. Yeah. If it's something that we just disagree on, then I'm just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, I have a couple people in my life that didn't really respect my life changes. Not pretty much grew up in the church. I dipped and dabbed my toe out into the world for a few years. I know, it's shocking. And it's really funny because still, like, I would always, like, find, like, another, like, Christian while I'm, like, out calling myself, like, right. you know, giving up on Jesus for a minute. Right. <laughs> um, and I um, so, I, I mean, like, you, you do have to have boundaries. So I drew my line in the sand and was like, hey, I'm just living a double life. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, you know, a double-minded person is unstable mm-hmm. in all their ways. So yeah. clearly everything in my life was just off. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. I can't pretend to be this amazing woman and then like I'm secretly doing things like if you have to do it in secret obviously you're not proud of what you're doing right right so um I had other friends that were just like oh this this is just the way it is because like we all grew up in a church you know oh no all the PKs are doing this all the and it's just like here we go with like Mm -hmm. the alls Mm -hmm. and I'm just like "Mm, no and for me it was like okay we can go and do our group dinners yeah um we're gonna celebrate birthdays we're gonna celebrate holidays but when it comes to like the really gritty partying and stuff mm-hmm. it's not my cup of tea anymore yeah. i'm not i'm not doing it yeah. and so it became challenging but it was also a good example to them because we all grew up the same way yeah so i think totally. you know that was that was one part of the thing so i think you have to really ask yourself okay what is this person giving in my life right. too like am i am i giving them am i adding value to their lives and are they adding value to my life which is really hard to do and sounds selfish but i assure you it's very healthy yeah um because you want like you can't get your time back no no such thing like god will redeem the time yeah but like once you've spent your time it's gone yeah and so i choose very carefully who i'm spending my time with so um like i don't have issues with people pleasing yeah. Like I want to please God and I, I want to, I really want to make sure I keep my husband happy too, but yeah. like, I'm not really a people pleaser. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I can't, I can't please everybody. I don't have right. time for everybody. Yeah. And the people that I do have time for, I want us to be growing together. Yeah. And that's not to say that I'm not super fun. Cause I am super fun and I calendar fun time too. Yeah. I think we calendar fun time for after this. Oh, we definitely, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. We're always here for the fun. Actually, most of our calendar time is fun. It's fun. It does turn into fun. I love it. <laughs> you know, but I think you make a good point. Like, one of the other things I, I talk about when I talk about toxic relationships is just, um, like, just seeking wise counsel and wise advice. Yes. And I'll never forget, um, I kind of went through a situation last year, and I was hurt, and I was confused, and I didn't really know what to make of it, like, Allison, did you mess up? Allison, are you being hurt? Like, what, where do I need to take my fault and my blame? And where do I need to, like, protect myself? And the very first person I called was you. And I was like, Dawn, 911, I got an issue. I need, I think I said I need to go get wine. Can you please meet me for wine in T minus 30 hours? Pronto. 30 minutes, sorry, not 30 hours. Yeah. And literally we did. And, and I also think that's also a true testament to a good friend is, like, Yes, we can have the fun times, mm-hmm. but in the mm-hmm. times of need and, and, 
and, you know, fear, um, you were there when, I don't know who else I would have called mm-hmm. at that time. You know, it's just, um, it's not something that one, I could be like, Hey, like, here's all the things I said. And I don't know if I was right or wrong, or if mm-hmm. I was, you know, um, kind or nice about everything. But at the end of the day, um, seeking wise counsel to be like, like Don will tell me like, yeah, no, you shouldn't have said that. Then I was like, Darren, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And I, I think it's okay. And if you're, if you have good friends and true friends, they have that permission. I believe yes. they have that permission yes. in your life to say, yes. you're yes. not yourself. You're acting out. You're acting out of character. You're acting out of, you know, right. who, who God has called you to be. And, um, let's correct that. And let's, and it's okay. Like, that's a good thing. I'd rather my friends correct me than a stranger or some, right. some prophet coming to my church. Right. <laughs> right. The prophets. I know. Yes. But um, no, honestly. So good. I think, um, first of all, I love that. Like, I love that you are one of the people in my life and I probably have four that will also tell me about myself. So that's what you're just like, okay. Like, you know, and I'm the same way. I'll be like, okay. I mean, am I wrong? And they're like, well, actually. And I'm like, me? Oh, no, you didn't. (laughs) Like, and all of a sudden, they're not so much teamed on, but they really are teamed on because they're telling me the truth. Totally. Um, I think that's, you know, first of all, like, wise counsel is is biblical. And I think the, just as a sidebar to that is, have different people in your life. Yeah. Be really diverse with your counsel. Yeah. Um, because people are going to give you different perspectives and then different people can speak to different things. Yeah. Um, you know, like, you know, as a fabulous single, I'm not going to talk to you about my marriage. I'm going to find a wife that's fruitful (laughs) in her marriage and talk to her, Yeah. you know, um, uh, Proverbs 11, 14 tells us that in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. So have those three or four people where you can be honest and receive what they say and listen to their advice, even when you don't agree or understand. Don't trust yourself to make decisions when you're like overwhelmed or emotional. So I was just um, recently in a Bible study, and this is my new mantra. It's just been since Monday, is I won't make any decisions when I'm overwhelmed. Because the fact of the matter is, even if I am angry or disappointed or upset, I'm overwhelmed in emotion at the moment. Right. And whenever I'm overwhelmed emotionally, I'm going to overreact. Yep. And um, that's from Christine Kane, the time <laughs> we spent together the other day. But um, it just, it blew my mind because yeah. it was true. I never wanted to, I always want to think that I'm like really in control of my emotions until I'm in my safe zone with a friend to yeah. vent. But the fact of the matter is it was very different. And one of the things that Chris Kane was saying was um, some things broke off in her life and she literally had four people and one of them was Nick, her husband. And she was like, okay, I need to do this. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. And I feel like I should do this. And they were like, no, you're going to do nothing. And she was like, I did nothing. Even when I didn't agree with them. Yeah. Because I know that I shouldn't make decisions when I'm in that place. And I was like, that is so powerful. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, so good. Yeah, that's that's kind of like where I'm really trying to be with things. Like I love that. Talk to the people. And then I'm glad that I have like four totally different people in my life that right. I can talk to things right. over with and be like, okay, what? Because it's not only venting, but it's also just getting counsel and advice mm-hmm. and like allowing the Holy Spirit to use them yeah. in that moment because yeah. like, okay, how do I get out of this? Yeah. You know, especially if it turns out that it's your fault mm-hmm. and you got to ask for some forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Girl. 
But I just think, I oh mean, I, I do think that's so powerful for a number of reasons. It's like, have you ever made a abrupt or maybe even irrational decision and the next morning you were like, do you know me? I regret that. I don't regret a lot of things, but you're always like, I really mm-hmm. wish I hadn't done mm-hmm. that. And if you had just sought that wise counsel and they just said no, right? and you were to sit on your right. hands and shut your mouth and not do anything, um, I think, you know, hindsight, you're probably a lot more grateful than you are mad in the moment. So I think another thing with um, having diverse relationships is they just really help you grow in different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, different cultures, different ideas. And for the record, I love that you have um, a really diverse group of friends. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even just age. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to say the dirty word, the socioeconomic thing. Mm-hmm. Because people's perspective is very different. Very. They're, I mean, where very. they come from is very unique mm-hmm. compared to like where you came from and stuff. Yeah. So um, that helps too. And I think that's really what helped me be moldable and teachable. Yeah. Um, which is always super important because I learn things from people all the time. Like, yeah. even if like, you know, you're the boss. Right. You should still learn something from the people that report to you. 100%. You're the mentor. Your mentee yeah. can still teach you things, 100%. how to mentor better, like all of these fabulous things. Um, and I remember someone said, you know, healthy things grow. Right. And you're like, right. And growing things change. Yeah. So I think we should always be evolving in yeah. the sense of we're getting better. Yep. We're growing. Um, you know, no one plants a seed and expects it to just like. Right. Stay in the ground Blossom. as a seed. Yeah, <laughs> like, and one day I want to see yeah. something beautiful. Right. Fruit, vegetable, flower, something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really important. And to really be flexible and open to yeah. to change in different ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, as I became older, and I've lived all over the country, it's just very funny to see different perspectives. Right. But it's really all molded me to who I am today. I think that's yeah. why I am so open-minded and inclusive. Right. Because I've experienced other things and other people's things. Whereas, like, I mean, my parents did a great job with me. Yeah. Um, but they definitely had their opinions. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand it. Like, I'm in a, I'm in a interracial marriage, yeah. you know. What my parents experienced would be unheard of. And you completely understand why. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, I have a circle of friends that were kind of all in that same boat. Right. And, you know, even navigating it in 2020. Yeah. It's. It's, it's still, still very, pretty. it's still very interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, we're, we're learning from each other. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I always want to be like, you know, that piece of clay just always yep. being molded and refined. Yeah. yeah. And I just love that as you grow individually, but also with whether it's your lifetime group of friends or, or a new set of friends, whatever it is, is that when you have that open mindedness, you're exposed to different cultures, different ideas, different thinking, different ways. And when you embrace it and not resist it, you'd be so surprised, like how much you love and learn things. Like I think about, I think for the most part, I have a a very wide palette for like my, my food taste. I think it's because I've had friends from like literally all different nationalities and I may not love it all the time, but I've tried everything. And I and I embrace it because I think culture is so cool. Like, yeah. I think different cultures and different um, ways of living, sometimes very sad, mm-hmm. but just, mm-hmm. like, so rich in culture and yeah. history. And 
I think I, I, I feel like sometimes I have this like knowledge of, of a whole bunch of some things because I've just been open to learning and open to exploring. And if you're not, I'm not saying that if you're not that way, you won't have successful relationships. It's not what I'm saying, but I think if you tend to lean that more that way, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised about how much more mm-hmm. you're allowed to keep certain friendships yeah. because you have, you know, an opportunity to grow with it right. and not be limited like, oh, I don't do that. So I guess I can't hang out with you right. guys tonight, you know? It's kind of the icing on the cake or like yeah. we've been using the seed and flower thing. It's like fertilizer. It just yeah. makes it better. Yep. It just makes you grow better. It makes you I more. Agree. But I think another really key element with diversity is honesty. Mm. So, like, you know, there are times that you have to be like, what? I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Explain. Or, wait, I've never heard of this. I mean, I've never tasted this. I've never heard of this. Wait, I've never done that. Wait, you guys do what? Yeah. What does that mean? What is that for? And I love that because a good friend is going to love your curiosity and want to explain it and want to teach it. And I think um, just honesty overall, good, bad, ugly. In my friendships, I just want to be me. Even yeah. if you, you know, love me, correct me when you have to, but just let me be yeah. me. I just want to be that honest individual. And I think right. if you, um, if you share honesty, that's what you get is honesty yeah. back. Yeah. And 100%. I think you know, even when, um, like, uh, I work with a trans woman now, and mm-hmm. um, I've never been like this close. And I can ask her all the questions, like all the things, yep. um, especially because, you know, she grew up in the church. Yeah. And so it's been like a fascinating um, time yeah. to just really um, be open and honest and, yeah. you know, not, um, I don't know, just not be really shy or like let ignorance take over, Sure. you know, and just be like, you know, fearful or, you yeah. know, what if she's going to get offended or whatever. But like we've allowed the friendship to bud to now understand that like right. oh yeah ask me things yeah you know and it's been it's been really kind of cool I like that I like that a lot um I think along with honesty something that that takes place in really I guess in creating healthy habits for friendships is forgiveness yeah and resolution yeah um now not everything has a resolution like we're human sometimes not me <laughs> never but sometimes never you people overreact right sometimes people just overreact and that's just what happens and maybe it's situational like women maybe it's hormonal right Mm -hmm. like been there before Mm -hmm. and whatever it is sometimes there isn't a resolution but i would say more often than not y'all need to talk about it like there's no way any relationship and i would even say this isn't just friendship advice this is relationship if I've done something to upset you, make you angry, make you mad, make you fearful, make you irritated, there is something underlying in there that needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. I said something you're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't like that because when I was 10 years old, I was bullied about mm-hmm. whatever, right? I don't know what it is. And maybe it's something from the past. Maybe it's a new insecurity. Whatever it is, is that it needs to be discussed because the only way to move forward is it's not an avoidance, but it's, it's you've, you've overcome that, and now we can move forward, and now we have right. new expectations, right. new rules, new boundaries, whatever it is, um, and that's okay. Like yep. I'd rather yep. know the things that irritate you than just mm-hmm. sit there and let them fester sure. and build up, sure. and then one day we get into one really petty fight about right. how I parked in the parking spot right. or something, and then you just explode, right? right. It doesn't make any sense, and so... Um, 
resolution and then forgiveness. Like if you're going to go and you're going to talk things through and work things out, forgive Mm -hmm. and let it go. You have to let it go. You have to let it go. Because if you don't, you know, one of the things I hate hearing the most about people, it's like, oh, we've talked about it. We've forgiven. But do you remember that time they did? And I'm like, brother, that was right 14 months ago right like, and then that one was seven months ago and that when i'm just like that builds up and like you mm-hmm. carry a lot mm-hmm. of weight and a lot yeah. of burden yeah and it's just like life's not supposed to be that way right you know right um if, if our relationship has gotten to such a point where resolution and forgiveness is is not a a, a situation mm-hmm. it can't happen Mm-hmm. I think it can always want. happen, though, because I, I think too. I think you can always forgive and there can always be a resolution. So for right. me, meaning closure, like even that, if that resolution is you guys can't move forward together, at least ask for forgiveness. There you go. Do I your part and then just kind of finish it. I mean, yeah. we walked this we walked we've walked this one out for y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had a petty Betty moment mm-hmm. and um like, I remember thinking, like, wow, she hasn't called me. And I'm sure she was thinking the same thing. And it was like, hmm. And then it was literally like, is this someone that I value and want to continue to be in my life? And it was like, absolutely. But still, my pride was like, I'm not calling her first. I'm not texting her first. And then there was one day, like, it drove me crazy because there are certain things that happen in your life and you're just going to text certain people. <laughs> And it was like, oh, yeah, I'm mad at her. Okay, no, not really. And then it was like, hey, can we get together, like, talk things out? And I don't even know which one of us contacted each other first. I have no idea. But one of us was at least smart enough to make the move. And we talked it out. And then it's like she got a little part of my history that she wasn't aware of. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize, like, how much I had hurt her. Like, it was this whole big thing. But it was like we squashed it that night and just realized that, like, we value each other way more than that little petty Betty. And I feel like as crazy as this sounds, I feel like arguments and things like that are necessary in friendships because, like, who makes a friend? It's like, okay, so tell me all your life story and tell me everything that irritates you and tell me everything that makes you happy. Like, no one has, like, friendship applications where they're like, tell me your life story to make sure our friendship journey is perfect. Right. Friendships are messy, messy, messy. Yes. Echo, (laughs) echo. (laughs) But it has to happen. And I think, one, it builds a stronger bond for sure. Um, I really believe that when you go through, you know, the, the tough things with people, it makes you, it makes you so much more grateful for those people. Yes. And so that bond just is like almost, you know, close to inseparable. But I, to your point, there has to be the forgiveness. There has to be the resolution. Um, and I like how you said the resolution, even if they, even if you guys decide to come to a close, um, I'll also make this other like caveat to this topic is it must require effort from both parts yes sometimes i i hear things like yes. well they don't want to or they don't and i'm like do you know they don't want to or you just haven't asked um mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like you said you could have said hey i needed to call you or i called you or whatever but if one of us on the receiving end mm-hmm. didn't pick up right. or it's just like bump that right right we probably wouldn't be sitting here today right. But it has to be a, a mutual effort, a mutual desire to want to resolve and, and move past things. Right. And if it's not, then then things have probably festered. Things, mm-hmm. That is not just like a, a one-time issue. And Correct. And if it is, again, like it's pretty tragic. But, um, but yeah, 
I, I do think that all friendships look the same. And there are some friends, like I was thinking about this earlier, I don't know if I've ever gotten into like disagreements or situations with, mm-hmm. right? And then I think, well, man, is my my relationship with them surface level? And it may not be that, but it may be, I mean, we're both relatively outspoken, highly right. opinionated individuals. Right. And so we probably get offended a little bit easier <laughs> than others, but maybe I just don't offend those people or vice versa, you know? And um, not all friendships are the same. Right. By depth, by by personality, by characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, by so. expectation even. Yep. I think, you know, yeah, I think um, I expect certain things from certain relationships and I think that's okay. Um, Like for me, I honestly, I'm going to evaluate, okay, where does this person add value to my life? And then what can I give them? Because there are, I mean, like there's a woman that I just go to conferences with. Yeah. Like literally, hey, so-and-so is in your town. I'm going to fly in. We sit on the front row. We get ministry together. We pray for each other. We ball our eyes out. We hold each other accountable to the next conference. Like, yep. that's our relationship. Yeah. Like, we don't even do the holidays together. Like, literally, that's, yeah. that's like, all we do. And, um, you know, and then they're, like, there's no way that, like, I wouldn't talk to you in that long. Like, right. I'm not having it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I better have a text or something. Right. Um, but I also think, like, there are those people that my lives are so intertwined with, like, you know, it's all the church. We all do life together, but I really am doing life together. And if you're not around, there's a gap. There is. And I'm just like, hey, where's my fun? Where's my support? Where's my love? Where are my fish tacos? Yeah. You know? Come on, girl. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. I'm saying. (laughs) We ain't having them tonight, but we can have them soon. Call Linda. Right. (laughs) Where are you, Linda? Linda's Don's mom, by the way. She's my my bestie. (laughs) She loves you. So, I mean, yeah, I think also just setting those expectations um, in those friendships, too. It's funny you say that because I was thinking about, this is probably, I don't know, quarter three, quarter four last year. It's so weird that I referred to it that way. That's the only way I know how to, like, lump my months together. Um, We had a thing, like, we'd meet every week. Or was it every other week? And it was every other Tuesday night. Tuesday nights were reserved. Like, that was Don and Allie's night. Sometimes we let Chris join. That's Don's husband. Sometimes we didn't let him join. That's okay. Um, but we just saw each other more often. And then, you know, life things happen yeah. and vaca- oh, vacations and then, you know, different things like new jobs and all the all the nuances of life have taken place. And I was talking to Don yesterday. I was like, I just saw you two weeks ago. She's like, girl, it's been a month. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I to your point, it takes effort to make things happen. Um, and it's okay to not have some like regular scheduled thing, but we still check on each other all the time. Right. We text, we text weekly at least. Right. right? You gotta put the work in. Like if you want a good friendship, you have to put the work in. Right. Right. And it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like sometimes it's like, Hey girl, what are you up to? I've had a bad week. Like, can we talk this through? Like sometimes you just need friends to get things off your chest. Right. Right. And, um, and I think to your point, like because all friendships look different, that's not what I do with all my friends. Like I don't call, mm-hmm. I don't have a designated night to call my friends. And be like, let me tell you what happened at work today. And then I'm like, okay, now I gotta call another person. Hold on, I'm gonna hang up. Bye. And then they, you let me tell you what happened. You know what I mean? It's just not like that. But there are friends for certain things in in your life, and um, I don't know. I I really think you know to kind of tie a bow on this topic is. If we put the effort, if we take yeah. the advice that we, we we talked about today, 
Um, I think you have some key points that you kind of want to wrap things up with. Um, we can have healthy and good relationships. Yeah, definitely. Um, it just takes work. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think there are some, I just want to leave three little points of how we can um, just remain good friends or make good friends or make and maintain good friendships. Um, first of all, I think the first thing for me is non-judgmental communication, non-judgmental communication. So I'm not going to agree with everything that anyone does. Yeah. Ellie and I are, you know, we're both threes. We have a lot of things in common. Our strengths are a lot the same, but even still, we still do not agree mm -hmm. on everything. Yeah. Um, so just know that you're not always going to agree. You can give your opinion respectfully. And that's really important to make sure that it's done in love and respectfully. Like you have to have that respect. Yeah. Um, super duper important. And just know that um, you guys can move forward and still be like friends, like really good friends, even though you don't agree on all the, all the little things. Um, and then the other thing I think is listen first, yeah. like that's really okay. hear the other person out before responding. I think I had to really work on this one because I don't know if it was like my prophetic side, but I swear I always knew where someone was going in a conversation and I'd just be like, okay, let me just cut you off now and tell you the answer. Right. Let me just, let me just resolve this for you real quick. Yeah. Um, so I had to really work on that to, to like shut up, listen. Yeah. And even though, even if I'm right and I know the words that you're going to say, yeah, it's really disrespectful not for me to hear you out. Sure. No, I think that's so good because I think also you assume how someone's going to react. Yeah. yeah. And for all you know, like they could be, you know, changing and evolving themselves. And they're like, no, that's actually not what I was going to say or how I thought. Right. But, and so like your assumptions are wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think to your point, there are some things you can kind of tell, tell, like you just know that person well, you know how they'll react, but who's to say that they don't. Right. And then you look dumb. Cause you're like, right. Oh, well, that's not how you received it. So really all this is for nothing. Right. Right. You know, um, I think listening is so critical to not just relationships, like good communication, definitely all, all relationships, husband, wife, father, mother, father, daughter, whatever, like across the board, if you just listen more and Absolutely. then respond Absolutely. and not listen to hear, like it, um, <laughs> this is a bold statement, but it could change your life. Right. Agreed. Literally, it could Agreed. change your life if you do it well and you do it right. Agreed. So no judgment zone. Listen first. And then I think the third one is just be consistent and prioritize spending time together. Okay. Um, I always say busy people run the world. So we're both super busy, but like we find time. Like we always need to eat. Mm -hmm. um, I have other friends that is just like, oh, I'm just sitting at home doing laundry. Okay, come over while I'm doing laundry. All right, yeah. cool, whatever. Or running errands. Running errands is an amazing one. Who doesn't want a buddy in Target? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I think that's the other thing. Really, you have to make time. You've got to fight for it. Sure. And I think, um, so you know, it's we don't we don't always want to do that. Like, oh, I'm tired or whatever. Um, but I remember, like, we haven't done this yet, but we've been talking about it for a long time. That like, we'll just have like, hey, come to one another's sofa and just like watch binge, TV watch a movie. <laughs> like, let's let's watch TV together. Yeah. You know, for a couple of hours or something. Yeah. So like, I think you make time for what you value. That's so good. So hopefully that all made sense. We hope this message has encouraged you guys. We hope you all love it. 
Um, Don will be back for some other cool topics later on this season, so y'all stay tuned. But thank you all so much for listening in, and we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Untitled. We hope this message has encouraged you. If you want to be more a part of this community, please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and check out our website, as well as our Instagram and Facebook. Thanks so much. See you guys next time.